Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt. Well, Matt, here we are again with a, with a live, uh, well, it's, it's a live recording yeah. with some of our podcast family. It's yeah. pretty awesome. I it's been it. fun. We it's just finished giving away some awesome, oh, awesome things awesome from places things that we love. We love. Yeah. I mean, we could probably rattle them off. Yeah. So everybody got um, a gift from Toyrifics with a gift card. They got tea. Everyone got full moon tea. Mm-hmm. Everyone got and everyone got some samples of Well Seasoned well, Table. Which we, yeah, I mean, and I listen, love, Well Seasoned Table also gave us a code for 15% off. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you want to try Well Seasoned Table, Magic Garlic Dust, Magic Onion Dust, I'm just saying. You love it. The code is T A G D 15. That stands. T A G D stands for These, These Are, are good, good Days. T A G D 15. Stop talking over me. T A G D 15. I can't even get the whole thing out of my mouth before you talk on me. Excited. (sighs) So if you want 15% off, that's good through March 31st. Be careful. You're going to make your ears hot. (laughs) We also had $50 gift cards from Be Fearless, Be Fearless at Home, Koblenz. Koblenz Chocolate, Walnut Creek Cheese. We had some awesome towels from Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth. We had a giveaway from the Midnight Readers Club, which yes. is a TikTok store that has, um, cool. it's called Blind Date yes. with a Book. I love it. We had some Incredibles give, giveaways. Surehouse Coffee Beans. Surehouse Coffee. You know what's so awesome? We haven't talked about this yet oh, on the talk, podcast. Are we going to do it? Surehouse Coffee mm-hmm. is actually making a These Are Good Days blend of coffee with us, and we're going to pick it out next week. I, I can die a happy woman. <laughs> it's so awesome. So yeah, we've had a great night showcasing some of the favorite places that we love. And we also asked one of the podcast episodes that we regularly do is called Stuff We Love, where we share things we love, yeah, like right. Turkish towels or outshine popsicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we thought as part of these in-person get-togethers that we would do a little swap. So yes, that was so fun. Last time it was kind of an open-ended Stuff mm-hmm. We Love. This time we asked people to bring a chocolate they love so that other people could experience chocolate that they love. So that was really fun. Yeah, that was really fun. I, I brought Copeland's. <laughs> <laughs> I brought Tony Chocolonely, which I talked about last I time, and I love that, that chocolate. Okay. So in our f- oh, go ahead. I was, I was gonna say my well mat. Oh, we didn't do that yet. Okay, my well mat is we're getting ready for this um the for this live event, and it's so exciting. And listen, what happens is Matt makes these lists, and he's very organized, and he's very well thought out. I have these thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then my thoughts become text messages. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, are you bringing the radio? Are you bringing this? Are you doing this? Are we doing that? And then, and then, and then I, I die a little bit and then, inside <laughs> <laughs> because I've either thought of it or I'm doing a million other things and then I'm just so like happy. my job Listen, yeah, or like, like hanging work. out with my family like work. And, and so <laughs> I, so I know that this is not going to come as a shock to very many people in the room that know me well. Is I woke up at six oh four in the morning mm-hmm. yesterday morning, and I got a text at six oh five. I was I was starting to worry about we were we we just were having bad weather, you know. So we were a little bit worried about mm-hmm. is weather gonna is weather gonna be bad? You were texting Eric, mm-hmm. I was texting Daryl. It's like, are people gonna be able to come? Do we need to cancel? Is Kelly gonna make it? Like what you know? And and in that, I was like, okay, if we have this, there's gonna be snow and slush <laughs> and mud. And my mind went to where most people go that are house managers um, <laughs> is, what, what about everybody's shoes? 
like there's going to be snow and slush and mud and wet. And then somebody's going to slip with their charcuterie plate <laughs> and, and there's going to be salt all over the floor. And I'm texting you all this and you're like literal stream of consciousness. Yeah, and you were like, it is too early in the morning to be doing this. I am having my time with Jesus. Like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm just going to ask everybody to take off their shoes. Now, listen, now listen, I don't think that anybody would have been totally offended by that. However, you were like, what are you even saying? What? And then you called me and you were like, Leanne, we cannot do that. I am horrified. I'm like, listen. <laughs> we can't ask people to take their shoes off. I'm like, listen. They don't know each other. I'm like, listen, the only way this is going to be bad is if somebody has complete string lace-up boots that it's a thing to take their boots off. And I'll take them off for them. That's like, awkward. And, That's and like, so no, awkward. we're not doing that. So then I just went and bought extra rugs. You did. And you then did everybody great. knocked their shoes off outside and it wasn't even a thing. See, we didn't need to text at six in the morning about it. Yeah, but the great part about it is I know that you're up at 530, so <laughs> I can text you oh. any, really anytime after 530. Well, yeah. I'm competing with Jesus, but <laughs> whatever. Um, well, tell me about your good day. I'd love to know. You would love to know about my good day? Yeah. Oh, I don't really have it in my mind right now. It's oh, kind of not do. there. I'm, it's gone. I have mine. Mm. So we, we've been cooped up with our kids for snow days recently, and one day we said... We have got to get out of the house. So we decided we're going to go out to breakfast and we're going to take our kids. We actually took our kids to Toyrifics um, to get some games and stuff like that for home. So we went to one of our kids' favorite places to eat in Worcester is called Greenleaf. Yeah. Greenleaf, Greenleaf, if, if you, you are, are listening. listening. <laughs> I don't know if Greenleaf <laughs> listens. Do we know people at Greenleaf? Oh, oh. you know people at Greenleaf. <laughs> but our kids will love Greenleaf. It's kind of like a family Wait, diner. Didn't, didn't you? Okay, I went, I visit, I went to church with you guys once. Darren and I went okay. to, met you at church. And didn't Lucas say, since they're visiting church, can't we can't we go to Greenleaf after so. church for lunch? I, yeah, he and loves he, yeah. our family loves Greenleaf. That's so cute. But you know, we hadn't been out of the house, and our kids were they were precious. Our kids are really great, but this is the first time this has happened to us with our kids. We ordered our normal things. We were sitting there, we were eating, and the waitress walks up and said, "Well, you guys have a great day. Someone paid for your meal," and I went, "What?" what? And I, I don't know why I said this, but my first instinct was, who would pay for our meal? We didn't know anyone in here. That's what I said to her. I said, we didn't know anyone in here. And she was like, well, some people just like to do that as random acts of kindness. You know, and it was so sweet. Listen, I can tell you what happened. I can tell you right now. It was somebody over the age of 55. I, I'm 55. It was somebody oh. over the age of 55 who looked at your table and thought to themselves, look at those three children. Look at those three children behaving so well. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I hope so. I'm not kidding. Look at that child. Look at look at how sweet that boy is being. Look how they are paying attention to their parents. Look how they're all visiting. Look how nobody's on their phone. And they're like, <laughs> we're treating that family. Oh, well, that would be, I would I, love that. I hope that's what happened. Uh, yeah, I think but it was really happened. special to us. And then we it, took our, oh God. It's either say? that or like, oh, they got their hands full over that day. Well, <laughs> did we look ragged? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I think it was the first no, one. said I prefer the first one. I, and yeah. I think it was the first one. Yeah, we might have looked ragged coming out of a couple snow days. Like, <laughs> we haven't seen humans. Um, but then we took them to Toyrifics and let him pick out little toys. They have a really cool section that I love, especially for our fourth grader, that's like 
those little brain puzzles. So there's like 2D puzzles or 3D puzzles or like how you built. I don't know. It was really cool. So yeah, we just had such a good day. Okay. I know my good day. My good day was you and I, and I don't think I said this good day before, but if I did, it must've been real good. Um, (laughs) um, You and I got to spend some time together. Now listen, when you have little kids at home, time with your friends that have little kids at home is few and far between. You can't do it all the time because you guys are busy. Yeah, you guys are true. like making supper every night. You it's guys true. are like putting kids to bed. You're like it's doing true. laundry. You're, You're right. like doing all the You're things. Right. You're right. And I mean, you I remember. Come, I mean, I, yeah, I do. I come to your house and I'm like, this is this is this is what this is it. It's this an is, operation. These are things. These are the things. And I and actually the other day when we were together at Drop Drop, you're like, um, you're welcome to come in. We're having soup, but we're winding down for the night. That was my hint of. <laughs> Like you, Don't stay long. Yeah, you can stay for soup, <laughs> but we have a routine in this house. Around 7.30, we... And you start wrapping it up. Yeah, that's right. So you and I went down to Amish country together. Yeah. And we... And it was... You know, you, you didn't have school. Mm-hmm. And we went to... Well, first of all, let me just say, Matt refers to time with me as Miller time. You never really know what's going to happen during Miller time. Is it, I mean, maybe you do feel like you're having Miller time, but but sometimes. But you said, and part of the journey, you said, "This is my greatest fear when we are together is that you're going to add things." She and always I, does. <laughs> sometimes it's an oil change. So, so, so we're on the way down and I said, Hey, I said, um, we need to make a little stop. He said, Oh no. He said, this is why I drove my car because I thought you needed probably need an oil change. Cause that's happened. And I'm like, um, no, we need to stop by Water Creek foods. And you have never been in Water Creek production in center. Water yeah. Creek choose like the actual offices and in the main part of Water Creek Foods. foods yeah and water creek foods is like the parent brand of water creek cheese and market well we went into the office because i had delivered muffins the day before because i had i, I just had muffins because of tv and um i thought you know what i'm gonna take muffins to the folks at water creek yeah. foods so we went into the office and then we went to water creek cheese and we had so much fun. it was awesome we yeah. picked out everything for the charcuterie board for tonight and we just had such a good time it's such a great store it's such a great place mm-hmm. we have such a great relationship with them um and we're thankful for them you know and what's been so fun too is we've had some really harebrained big ideas coming yes. for this year and they don't say no that well they're, they're they just love like, your ideas yeah, well well which, not all of them <laughs> <laughs> um but they do you know they do say things like well tell me more about that oh that sounds really good yeah. what do you think about this and and i was like what do you think about at our event at the end of april somebody winning um something big and they said well, what about like a bosch mixer and i'm like yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking <laughs> and um in like or a kitchen aid and you know and i just i'm i i know you are and we are thankful 100 percent. i have a this just popped into my head on the previous episode we had kelly brownlee who's here in the room with us yes. tonight when I the time before we went to Amish country was when Kelly was in town and yes. the three of us were in your convertible and we were like bebopping around yes. Amish country. And do you remember what you said? I need to make a little pit stop at Ruth's house for some hemming of my pants. So she took. No, no, it's, no, no, wait, it's it's not Ruth. It's 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 Marie. OK, Marie's house mm-hmm. to hem my pants. Yeah. So Kelly and I are sitting in Leanne's yep. convertible bug while Leanne goes into Marie's condo in Berlin yes. yep. to get her pants hemmed. And like 
the whole thing. So Kelly and I are just chatting for 20 minutes while she's you, in there. She, she used to have my Easter dresses when I was a child. Well, listen, that's not the point, but... <laughs> You do you do this a lot, yeah. Because mm -hmm. we even have Kelly, who's been yeah. a part of this. Where and I bragged to Kelly, I was like, "Watch this! She's gonna hem my pants and charge me six dollars." Well, you know, I you, have her name and number. If anybody wants it after your detours are epic, they are. And then on the way, and then I was like, "I can't help it. I have to be ornery because we spent too much time in Walnut Creek Cheese because people were stopping you, and you were like, "Cha cha cha! How's your daughter? Oh, your granddaughter!" Me, 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 me. I, I heard you. I saw it. I saw it happening. I'm like, come on. Come on, Mugman Matt. Let's get out of here. <laughs> so so we load up and we're in the car and we're, we're, we're leaving Amish country. And I was like, hey, I, I just, I have one more stop. <laughs> I said, I'd like to stop in and be fearless. And you were like, you, you gasp. You were like, oh. And I'm like, oh, I just had to do it. I don't need to stop there at all. I just, I just, Horrible. I just, I just knew the, the, the horror that was, I mean, Horrible. Not, you love them and you would stop there, but you were like, you were going to take forever if you stopped there. I just didn't want to be on Miller time. My okay. wife, I tell Mallory, I'm going to be on Miller time. Cause it's like you get <laughs> yeah. sucked in a vortex Yeah. because your timetable <laughs> is not the same as the rest of the world's. You can, if you ever go to Leanne's house and she's like, stop in for a quick cup of coffee. It turns into an afternoon extravaganza where you're like, I forgone, I had forgone every responsibility. Where's the lie? And seven hours of coffee. Yeah. And your we, day is when shot. When we have breakfast club, we meet usually, it's usually around 10 o'clock. Let's be honest. It's around 10 o'clock, but Rhonda usually shows up at least at 1040. So, but we literally are like, hey, it's getting dark. Like it, it literally will be getting dark when they are leaving and, and breakfast club turns into. I don't have that kind of time. Separate. I don't have that kind of time. Hey, well, in our first episode with Kelly Brownlee, we talked about how love changes things. And in this episode, we actually do want to talk a little bit about romantic love, mm -hmm. like bow chicka bow wow. Mm. I mean, not really that okay. specific part. But like romantic love. So, you know, I love a little research. So I went back and I, I wanted to know what are some of the top movies oh. of that show romantic love. You've got males. Got to be. And I want to hear. You can yell them out if you have an idea. idea. So you've got male is one. Is it? Any, is it yeah. one? Yeah, it's one of the top ten. What, what? Any other ones? Oh, The Notebook oh. is like number two. What about Endless Love? The I don't one know that. that Brooke Shields was in. Titanic is one. Ooh, Ooh Casablanca is a good one. It's not on my list. That's a little before my time. Yeah. Here's looking at you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I know. A Pearl Harbor. Your ears are getting hotter. I know. Pearl Harbor. I don't know. A Walk to Remember. So I. Do you remember this movie? I. Listen, when I walk to remember, I was in Christian college and there wasn't a whole lot we were allowed to watch. But you were allowed to watch so that. So I one. watched a watch to walk to remember. This was Mandy Moore and the the guy who's now Magic Mike, I think was in it. Did Channing. You, did you cry? Channing Tatum? something. Tatum. This was before he became magical. He yeah. was just Mike then. <laughs> um He wouldn't he didn't have his dance moves out there. Uh, no. While you were sleeping with Sandra oh, Bullock, that yes. was a good one. That was a good one. And here's another one. The sound of music. I, I feel like I wanna watch Do we it. think the sound of music is a love story? No. It has political undertones. Well, listen, I don't know, Joe. <laughs> listen, listen, here here's another thing I wanna say. While you were sleeping, I feel like I need to go back and watch that. It's a good one. 
Yeah, and then she was in another one, like Proposal or something. Yeah, where that was with also, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. A good one too. that's the one where Betty White dances in the tribal oh, so circle. Sweet. Um, and then I was thinking, you know, all of these romance movies, but it made me think of your first movie with Daryl. Mm-hmm. Your first movie with Daryl was not romantic. Your first movie was Dances with Wolves, that was which is about romantic. how a nation of white people wipe out an entire buffalo colony <laughs> with dead carcasses <laughs> all over the Midwest. But there's, that a, is, but there's a love story woven in it. Uh, loosely. Yeah, and then, and, and he's he's he Kevin Cosner who now Cosner Cosner who's now Yellowstone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. He he he's he's just trying. He's trying. Okay, here's my next list that I thought of is what are some of our top love songs? Mm, how about this? Ain't no mountain high enough. Oh, that's a good one. Your love keeps lifting me. Ooh. If I ain't got you by Alicia Keys. That's How's a good that song. Go? Yeah, that one. Um, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. That's a good one. When a man loves a woman. We're in different keys. My heart will go on. Oh yeah. I am not into that life. My, I'm not into the. I've never seen Titanic. I have never seen Titanic. Never seen Titanic. I bet you've never seen Dances with Wolves either. I've never seen Dances with Wolves. I was like in second grade. Are you kidding me? How dare you? I'm only 38. <laughs> um, but Mallory and I's song is on there. Our wedding song and the song that we say is our song is This Will Be an Everlasting Love by Natalie nice Cole. Part of it is because, and this is a segue into a little bit of our story, okay. is when we actually met on the eHarmony. Mm-hmm. So I was... Oh, the eHarmony. Yeah, the eHarmony. I was a youth pastor mm-hmm. in Walnut Creek, well, yes. in Dover, but yes. I was living in Walnut Creek. She was in Ashland. We talked. It's like it's like a story. We talked online, but before I met Mallory, I had a couple really bad experiences. Yes. So the first Joey, one, our youngest son, Joey was part of that. Yeah. Joey was very into my eHarmony yes. experience. Yes, he was. Um, probably inappropriate because yes. he was probably 10. He was 10. He, and would, he would come in the door and throw his book bag down and yell, Matt, did you hear from Pennsylvania? Yeah. Like it, he was so. It was a very in, large burden for a fourth grader to so bear. He was so invested. Yeah. And then Matt would go out on a date and work, wouldn't work out and he would be devastated. Like, no. He would be so upset. And then he'd be like. You know, Matt, I like her, but her laugh. That's re- that is true. That her, is very true. Her laugh, I don't know. Can you? I, I mean, or, literally, he was like, he was in it. Yeah. And then when Mallory came along, well, before got- Matt, we have before Mallory. There's two things I want to talk about with the army. There was one girl that I went on a date with once, and I drove to Columbus to meet her, and it was fine. And then that the next morning, you have a terrible look on your face. Well, the next morning she wrote me this long message and was like, Hey, last night overnight, God told me that we're getting married. And I was like, what? I was like, I did not get the memo. Twin flame. She thought she was my twin flame. (laughs) She thought you you were. Has anyone watched the twin flame documentary? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was her twin flame, Mm -hmm. Um, but but she was not mm -hmm, mine. No. But God didn't tell me. He didn't. And apparently it was. He left you out of that one. Well, and then I left her out (laughs) forever. And then I also went on a date. I met this girl in Akron 
And I know this is a podcast, but there are 25 people in the room. And I was waiting in the waiting room and the the girl. What's going to happen? I'm I feel gonna, like you're going to I have to do something. I am. Okay, okay, I'm going to okay, stand okay. up. I was sitting there and I was I saw her get out of her car and she walked Did into the restaurant. Did you want to go out the back door? Or well, what she walked that? into the restaurant like this. Very like a cowboy. Like okay. she walked with the leading with Listen, the bell bu- we, the belt buckle. We love cowboys. And here's the we thing. Lo- we love cowboys. But you know what? You know, I feel like our podcast family and the people in the room know that, that like I'm not exactly <laughs> a cowboy or a lumberjack. <laughs> like I'm not a mechanic. Are you saying that she could have taken you? Uh, like she could have like Well, I'm not a mechanic. I'm like I'm like an emotional heart guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't be in a relationship with someone who was more manly than me. Okay, That's really so, what it comes okay, down so to. So what happened? I had I paid for her dinner and then I told this story for years to come and we had mutual friends Aww. and then I wanted to die. Yeah. <laughs> because I basically <laughs> called their friend a man. <laughs> well, Aww. she's more manly than me. But I just couldn't I couldn't be with someone super masculine. Uh, that just wouldn't work. And so then I met Mallory. And she's super masculine. Mallory? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mallory is not super masculine. But I met Mallory. We talked for like four days. We actually met at Panera in Worcester. Uh-huh. And we said, wouldn't this be a great place to raise a family one day? And, and here you are. Six months later, we were getting married. Here you are going to Greenleaf with your three children yes, and getting your right. meal paid for. So, you know, all in all of these examples of movies and even in songs, we hear what we think love should look like. Right. 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 We hear what we think it should look like. You know, often there's undertones of infatuation. There's undertones of like super you complete you complete me. What was that Jerry Maguire where he's yeah. like, you complete me. Yeah. From across the room. Like that whole, Oh, you liked that. Yeah. And no, but you know, and what about dirty dancing? Nobody puts baby in the corner. That doesn't feel romantic. <laughs> I don't think that's the romance line from dirty dancing. <laughs> I know there's a lift. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. That's before my time. Uh, anyway. Yes. But I think there's this like you complete me vibe this I'm looking for my person you know what I think one of the reasons why Mallory and I you know so easily came together was first of all we were 28 mm-hmm. so we had lived a lot of life we and, had you had both, ten, and you had a 10 year old helping match right, you Joey helped harmony. me a lot but we had lived overseas we had lived with roommates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we had like lived a lot of life and we came to each other in a very complete place you know, when I came to Mallory, I wasn't looking for Mallory to fill a void and she wasn't looking to me to fill something. In fact, one of the biggest compliments um, that we got was from one of our friends, Kat, when we first uh, met and started mar- started talking Mar- about started marriage, marrying? started marrying. <laughs> no, but when we met is, you know, Kat said something to the effect of like, you are yourself, but like even brighter, like it's mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. It's, it's who you are, mm-hmm. but it's even mm-hmm. brighter mm-hmm. with this person. Yeah. And I think so often culture tells us we need to look for someone to complete everything in yeah. us. And like that we it's bring 50, big, they bring 50. That makes absolutely. 100. And I know you yes. had talked to some people. Yes. Some of our counselor friends yes. <laughs> about this whole idea yes. of love. Yeah. And so um, one of our friends, Emily um, Cadlick, who we love and adore and met through, we met her through Mallory because they. Yeah. 
live together. You've right? actually met a no, lot that of your. You friends. didn't live together, but you went to college together or masters, masters degree. What happened? That's oh, you were in Ashland together. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You've met a lot of friends through Mallory. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Mallory picks good friends. Yeah, Mallory does pick good friends, and they so many of them tend to be clinical counselors. So, but I ask Emily about this, and it was really great because I also ask our friend Wilma, who is also a clinical counselor. She's in my Breakfast Club, and without them talking to each other or knowing what the other person said, they said something very similar. And that is like when it comes to love and when it comes to the journey of love or, or talking about love and loving in a healthy, grounded, well way, we have to, we, we really do need to, to look at how we love ourselves. And then Emily talked about this whole idea. She calls it coupling, this whole idea of you, me, and we. And that when we come together as, as a couple, we should be bringing the best part, I mean, the, the best of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we should have worked on who, who, how we're loving ourselves before we're getting into um, a relationship with someone else. And I loved that. I loved that. I loved yeah. that, um, that whole idea, which Will you then, actually read what Wilma wrote. Then Wilma messaged me twice because she edited the first version. Um, and, and, and it was so good. And I, I did tell you, um, hold on. <clears throat> oh my gosh, where are you, Wilma? Hold on here. Okay, the ch- I'm gonna get my chubby fingers to work fast. Okay, this is what she said. This is about romantic love. I don't believe in the idea of completing one another. Whether you are single or in a relationship, you should be the one to complete yourself. When I was first married to my husband, I all but had my claws dug into him. (laughs) (laughs) Fat. I was, this this part is just so good. I I literally did not know this about you. I tried to make, I would, wait, I literally had my claws dug into him. I was, I was so terrified of losing him. I tried to make sure that there was as little space as possible between us so that that couldn't happen. That kind of clawing love is tarnished with fear. That fearful love doesn't produce anything like the comfort that two people who choose to love and be together day after day can. Mm. When couples start therapy, it's always very clear to each of them what the other person could do to make things so much better. Mm-hmm. The reason this can be so frustrating is because we cannot make anyone change. The tension leaves the relationship when both parties realize that they are not in charge of changing the other one, and that is, in fact, impossible. The good news is that we can always change ourselves and change for ourselves. That is very possible. That is very powerful. So in short, no one completes you except for you. You can only change you. And the great news is that you can change. Ooh, that's good. Listen, I have ha- I have had friends. I've had people. You have um, smart friends. I I do have smart friends, but I have had friends that have have ventured into counseling or thought about counseling, and and have 
and it's been from the perspective of, of, of the other person. Like the other person needs to be doing this, this, and this, or the other person needs to make this, this, and this change. I, I heard this story. Um, oh, I can't remember who it was. If I said the person's name, you would know it. Um, I heard this person speak, and he said that um, that he he wanted to go on this like intensive like counseling thing with his wife because she needed take she needed <laughs> taken care of. So they go they go on this cruise. Was he gonna like push her off a cliff and, or and something? They go on this cruise. She needed taken care of. Uh, yeah, they go on this. <laughs> cruise literally he's telling this they go on this cruise and he's like yeah i'm going this cruise and i agree to go you know she wants to go and she wants i think it was her that wanted to go i can't remember the details except for he was saying it was all about her like it was all like she was the problem and halfway through the cruise he's like i realized oh oh my gosh Mm -hmm. i'm part of this problem like i need to make some real changes here or i'm not going to be married anymore yeah so Yeah. yeah interesting I think something that I go back to when I think about <clears throat> what do what can we do? So what can we do? I think in a romantic relationship, it's learning how you can love and serve the other mm, person. So good, I think yeah. often we think, I wish this person would do this or I wish this person would do that. But like Wilma said, is you can't you can't hope that. You right. know, you can't hope for the other person to be I mean, you can, but that's not going to change unless they really want to change. Right. And it all I always go back to and I know it's a little bit tired and a little bit like overdone. Cliché. But it's the five love languages. Oh. It's truly learning the other person. Yeah. So the five if you're not familiar <clears throat> with the five love languages, it is acts of service. That, that's one of mine. It is. Um, yes. Words of affirmation, that's mine. Not mine. As an amount. I don't care what you say to me. really i I don't mm -mm. no no i am not i am not words of affirmation you can you can and i am not gifts like give me roses mm, i don't care well then that works pack the dishwasher magic acts of serve okay (laughs) battery dad day okay so let's i do not want to put another disclaimer like three weeks ago, you said something so out there. The other one, there's three others. Physical touch. Yep. Nope. Receiving gifts. Nope. I like a gift, but mm-hmm. I don't need it. Mm-mm. And quality time. Yes. Quality time. So the like those are ways you can truly love the other person. And we talked about this last time um, in something Kat wrote, <clears throat> but how love is born in the little simple mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. It's the acknowledging the other mm-hmm. person. It's loving them. So what is it for you? I know you're, you kind of just alluded to it, but what is it to you in your relationship with Daryl that you're like, this is it. This is, this is something that he does that, that makes me feel loved. Oh, steady, constant, dependable. I mean, like he had a health scare. Actually, you were, you can't, you brought me. A I brought call. you a phone charger at the hospital. You brought me a phone charger at the hospital because he had a scary thing happen at first we thought it was as we thought it was his heart but it was actually our oldest son was like dad was just turkey hunting 2 weeks ago i bet he got bit by a tick and to, our oldest son told the emergency room doctor that and she's like you know what i bet you're right and and that's what it was he had gotten bit by a tick and had lyme disease but in that ho- in that hospital room so daryl is like like the, a quiet constant pr- like like pillar in my life. Yeah. And I am like, I mean, right. We know. Okay. And, and, and he, (laughs) 
And he <laughs> enough said. Yeah, enough said. And he is like like strong and steady. That's just, just yeah. strong and steady. He doesn't say a lot. He doesn't need to say a lot. He's just mm. and I was sitting in that hospital room and I kid you not, I was starting to literally come undone in panic because I was like, if anything happens to this man, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do Yeah, because, yeah. because he's like the grounding, like he just is the grounding part for me mm-hmm. of my life. Yeah. And he is, there's nothing performative. I mean, honestly, you know what he has, he is, you know, I didn't come to him complete. Like, that's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome what Wilma wrote. It's awesome what Emily said. But that was not my story. Yeah. I came to him a hot mess yeah. with a crazy family. Yeah. And what Daryl has done has patiently been there and patiently been steady and almost like loved me back to me. Yeah. And, and let me be who I am. And he grins like... Oh, here we go. She's gonna do something crazy, and and just grins and he's just, he's just, he's just that. He's yeah. just like this, this, this. You know, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't know a lot about rivers, but I know that there's a current, like this strong, big pull of a current underneath yeah. things, and that's just kind of like what he is. Yeah. He's just like this strong, like steady, like, mm, like just. And you're like the rapids, and we're just all along yeah. for the ride. <laughs> And, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that was really funny. I'm jealous. A lot of people don't know this about me. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying this. I'm gonna tell it. I, you get to you. Listen, you better not flirt with my husband. I, you're I not will, talking to me because I don't. I, I will cut you. I will rip your eyes out. So so so. Listen, so, there have been a handful of times. So, in person, so, so where we've had someone around where I can look at Leanne's eyes get wild when they're like, oh, isn't it great to have a man around like this? And I'm, I'm like, like, she's going to kill you. You better back off. She's going to kill you. <laughs> so there was this one time that this, well, and might I add, this particular woman is not married to her husband anymore. She was married then, but she had her sights on my husband. Okay. I know it. I could feel we don't, it. We okay, don't, no, just just for the record, just we don't know that. <laughs> We don't know if Daryl has anything to do with this. And listen, listen, we're all at our house. We're having this great time. We're cooking. We're having this wonderful experience. And she started flirting with Daryl. And I just wasn't going to have any of it. Well, she and was like touching him and going, Daryl, big D. Yeah, yeah, D. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> big D. And I, Matt, a look came across Matt's face like, I am now afraid because I went marching across that room and I kid you not, I did this. This isn't even like me. I'm a nice person. I'm kind. I love to hug people. I, I was fine. And I said, you better back off. No kidding. I said, back up off my husband. No kidding. This and, is true. And and she looked at me and she's like, I'm like, uh-uh, back off. Because she was like all up in his grill. Like touching and I was like, him. And I was like, Mm-mm, no, no, no. That is my mm-hmm. man. That is my dances with wolves. <laughs> if anybody's going to dance with my wolf, it's me. Okay. You can take that to the bank. <laughs> you better not call my husband Big D. Oh, he's my battery daddy. Okay. 
<laughs> you know, I think, uh, I think for me, David just shook his head. Like, I think for me, when I think about um, me and Mallory, it reminds me of something with Bern- that Brene Brown has expressed. Is you know, often we hear that I bring fifty and they bring fifty. Mm-hmm. I bring fifty mm-hmm. and they bring mm-hmm. fifty, mm-hmm. and. You know, Mallory and I are not quite as extreme as you and Daryl. You guys are like this different and we're like this different. Yeah, we're very different. And so I think what's what I appreciate about my wife is when I'm feeling like I'm at 20%, she's willing to pull 80%. Yeah, right. And when That's she's true. feeling like she can only give 40% to me or the kids, she can say something and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I need to be 60% mm-hmm. right now. One thing I love or, about Allery, I just, Mallory, I just have to say this because I've witnessed it and it's so awesome. Like if you're like being extreme about something, she'll still be like, babe, now babe. Okay. That's rude. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. And she'll just kind of say like, now don't you think that, and she'll say something and it'll just yeah. like kind of bring you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. She, yeah. she offers such a good perspective. And I think this too, I think that so often in romantic relationships, we look to the past and we say, mm. oh, we had such this moment at this season of life. But I think your love is only as strong as it is today. It builds on the past. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you ignore it and if you have indifference toward it, you know, I think we often say the opposite of love is hate. That's probably a typical like juxtaposition mm. of love and hate. But I actually think the opposite of love is indifference. Mm-hmm. And so when or we, lazy or laziness. Yeah. So I think sometimes so often, especially in romantic relationships, we look to the past and we go, oh, man, we were such a hot item when we were 20. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You're 50 and you haven't invested in your relationship today. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think our love is only as good as we are. And, and honestly, that doesn't even go just for romantic relationships. That's for any relationship. You know, I have. Um, I talked about my friend Grant, who I hadn't seen for three years, and I, I love Grant. And Grant was in my wedding, and I, but our relationship today—you know—we haven't talked in three years. Our relationship, well, we would still say we are friends. It's not a vibrant, we know what's in each right, other's right, life right, 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 right. relationship. And it's—I think—it's the same thing in marriages. Our relationship is only as good as it is is the investment that we are making in it right now. And I think so often we hang our hat on something of the past. Like I had this, we were great before we had kids and now we're Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, or, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I think to keep your love moving is it is to keep it alive and not become indifferent or calloused or lazy with it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what I think. Hey, do you have any parting shots for us? I was going to say something real ornery, but I'm not going to. I was just going to say, now everybody, now every woman out there knows you better just not get back off. Yeah. Here's, I guess here's my parting <laughs> shot. I just, I just said it, but I'll say it again is if you're in a marriage or in a relationship, even a friendship and you're saying, Hey, I'm, we're in a 50, 50, you know what I think? That's not enough. I think in a, in a true partnership and a true friendship, in any truly any relationship is knowing that other person and knowing when you need to be 80% when mm-hmm, they're 20 mm-hmm, or knowing mm-hmm. when you need to step in and, and be a friend without having any expectations in return or being a partner without having any right, expectations right. in return. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I also think, um, I also think our, I mean, this isn't a parting shot. I guess it's just, it's just permission to say like, you know, love changes. Totally. I mean, it just changes. Like we're, I mean, we're 50. Not us. 
we, Daryl and I, are 55. We are, and 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 we got married in our, you know, when we were tw- we were 22 and 23. Yeah. You know, we were we we thought we were older, but we were just so young, and and our love is not the same now as it was then. Right. And I'm so thankful for that. It's changed. It's not. It's it's not the same. It's changed. It's grown. It's deeper. I mean, we know each other so much better. I mean, we knew each other for like 28 days before we got married, but but we. You know, we just know each other differently. It's different. Totally. Hey, well, I wanted to read a story from mm-hmm. um, a listener yes. that shared this with us. Um, and here's what she said. She emailed. We asked our uh, podcast family and your Instagram community if they would be willing to share some of their stories. And I love this story. And um, I just wanted to share this one. Someone emailed this to me this week. My husband and I were high school sweethearts. We started dating at 16 and 17 and got married when we were 25. We had two babies and then all of a sudden things changed. My husband and I started to drift. We both didn't believe in divorce, but we eventually separated for two years and then divorced for two years. We always parented together well apart and it was very odd. We had a very odd relationship. Sometimes we were great together and sometimes not so much. Two years after getting divorced, we decided we wanted to give it a try again. We dated very shakily at first and didn't even tell the kids. We had been through enough together as a family through a separation and divorce. We didn't want to get their hopes up. After a whole year when we knew we were stable enough, we told our girls we were dating. We ended up dating for five years until we got remarried. We have been remarried for almost 10 years now, and this would have been our 25th year from our original marriage, but we have never been better. Our love and friendship and every type of relationship you can have with your spouse is very fantastic right now. We are constantly grateful for each other, and that love was able to bring us back together. Our girls, now 21 and 22, are thrilled to have our family together. Life is good, and love is good. That's mm. not everybody's mm. story, but that I appreciate that she's willing to share know. that. And that's so hopeful. It is. It's so hopeful. Um, and that's that might not be your story or anyone's story, but I love that she was willing to share that with mm-hmm. us about the hope that mm-hmm. she found mm-hmm. um, in her marriage. Right. Yep. So, hey, well, thank you for joining us in this conversation about love. And thank you to our friends that are here in the room with us. Can you guys ring your bell one more time? I love ringing this bell. I know. It's so fun. Hey, well, you know what we say, whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days. days. Wanna Creek Foods and Wanna Creek Cheese is located in the heart of Ohio's Amish country. I have worked with this trusted brand for over 15 years now. They make incredible Amish country goods like jams, jellies, pickled items, relishes. They have an incredible bulk food section and, of course, amazing cheeses and meats. They also do an incredible job of supporting our local nonprofits. They even support one near and dear to our hearts, like O Huddle. We are so thankful to partner and for Walnut Creek Cheese and Walnut Creek Foods to be our official sponsor of These Are Good Days. <laughs>